Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey, Toronto writer and commentator. Twice a week, I offer my take on the world, from craven politics and unchecked ambition to secret sauces, bitter loss, and fist-pumping redemption. The stories to live by. Quirky, high-style, tear-jerking, funny ha-ha, sometimes funny peculiar. My tales don't walk down the sidewalk and browse in the windows. They sneak into alleyways and come out onto different worlds. Alex Brown narrates each mini-podcast to bring to your ears what you see with your eyes in my twice-a-week blogs. And now, today's episode of Ramsey Writes. Yearning to Breathe Free Written by Bob Ramsey. It's Christmas. The vaccine is working, as are most of us. Much is calm, much is bright. Mainly because Joe Biden won the presidency a month ago, and Donald Trump agreed to go quietly, wrapped in blanket immunity for himself and his family. But the best news of all is that political refugees are flooding across the 49th parallel. They're not coming from Central America, but the United States of America. Ever since November 4th, Thousands of them are choking the border crossings at Buffalo, Blaine, and Champlain. Nearly all of them are job-ready. They have university educations. They speak one of our two official languages. They're begging to live in Canada. For them, free health care is not a right, but a goddamn miracle. Their once greatest nation is a husk. On a single day in July, Ontario had 125 new cases of the coronavirus, while Florida had 10,000. America's economy cratered that same month when, as Paul Krugman wrote, we were supposed to be seeing a fading pandemic and a roaring recovery. Instead, we have a fading recovery and a roaring pandemic. By September, even the most committed doctors and nurses knew it was over. They saw every one of America's one million beds in its 6,000 hospitals would always be filled and still not be enough. This is not the first time in the pandemic that Canada has welcomed hordes of American immigrants Back in June, Trump capriciously, now there's a redundant word, halted visas for hundreds of thousands of resident aliens who came to America on H-1B visas. These are the hyperskilled tech workers, rocket scientists, theoretical physicists, film directors, and master chefs. This led Canada to expand its global talent stream program that recruits precisely these kinds of people. Young Wu said it best. He arrived in Canada in the 60s with his family from Taiwan, and he's now the CEO of Mars, the world's largest innovation hub at the corner of college and university in Toronto. As he told Fortune magazine, For the past four years, we have been throwing our doors wide open to court the smart people America is rejecting, as well as the companies that want to hire them. And it's working. Now we have a second chance to do even more for ourselves and our friends to the South. Of course we should let in their best and brightest, and the skilled workers where we have too few, like mechanics and, yes, nurses, and America's entrepreneurs who are the best anywhere and can create the new companies who will employ us and them. In fact, I think we should throw open our doors to America's refugees in numbers we dared not even imagine before the pandemic. I say this as a resident of the world's most diverse city, where one in two citizens was born outside Canada, and where two years ago the visible minority became the visible majority. We're good at this. In 2019, we let in 330,000 immigrants, and this year, Ottawa plans to let in 340,000. But what if we let in half a million this year instead? 
not just as a gesture to what an Annus Horribilis 2020 has been everywhere, but as a small start on a much bigger number each year. This is not my idea. It was hatched by Dominic Barton, Mark Wiseman, and other blue chippers as a way to get Canada to grow to its full potential. Three years ago, they created the Century Initiative to help Canada's population grow to 100 million people by the year 2100. Today, there are 37 million Canadians, which means we only need to create 63 million more in the next 80 years. Since our birth rate is falling, virtually all of that growth will come from immigration. The math is hardly daunting, but why do it at all? Because as the pandemic has taught us, our domestic market is too small to support many industries, like making medical masks and respirators. We've had to rely on other countries for far too much, and especially on the U.S. We sold so much to America and bought so much from them that we almost drowned in their politics. If the pandemic has taught Canada anything, it's not to rely on the kindness of friends who act like strangers. So as winter falls on us and the pandemic rises, let's use this precious opportunity to rise out of America's ashes. Merry Christmas. Today's Ramsey Writes was read by Alex Brown. For more information on Bob Ramsey, his work, and all the other things he does besides writing, go to ramseyinc.com. That's R-A-M-S-A-Y-I-N-C dot com.